gets colder My eyes goes thin as I get older Piece in pieces, bloody and bruised I feel so helpless and confused Cause I hear screaming on the left, yelling on the right I'm sitting in the middle trying to live my Good afternoon. This is Evelyn Pringle. Welcome to Trish and Evie's Focus on the Facts. My co-host is Patricia Negron, and I want people to know that she puts out a daily video on the BK platform at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And everybody should tune into her show to get the latest news every day from Trish. Today, we will again discuss the methods of genocide taking place across the United States right now through the forced vaccinations of children, GMO foods and pesticides, toxic drinking water, pharma drugs, and the geoengineered weather warfare being waged against us, including the chemtrail spraying. The U.S. has the highest vaccination rate of all industrialized countries, and the U.S. children are experiencing a health epidemic with more chronic diseases than ever before in our history, and children in the U.S. suffered with more autism than in all the other countries studied. In the U.S. today, we have more one-day infant deaths than any other industrialized nation in the world. And experts attribute this in large part to the vaccines that infants get starting on their first day of life with the hepatitis vaccine. With higher vaccination rates than any other country, American children are experiencing epidemic levels of chronic diseases, including autism, attention deficit disorder, learning disabilities, autoimmune disorders, asthma, epilepsy, and allergies. According to Robert F. Kennedy Jr., the vaccine industry profits $50 billion a year by giving vaccines, but he says the pharmaceutical industry profits by $500 billion by selling drugs to treat all the diseases and illnesses caused by the vaccines. So the U.S. mandatory vaccine recommendations have transformed the, transformed the vaccine market in the U.S. from $1 billion in 1986 to $44 billion market in 2017. In 1986, when the vaccine industry was granted immunity from any lawsuits by vaccine-injured children, we only had three licensed vaccines in the United States, the MMR, polio, and the DTP. Today, we have 11 licensed vaccines given 36 times to children before their fifth birthday. Legal immunity granted to vaccine makers has contributed to the growth in unsafe vaccinations, which profit pharmaceutical companies while injuring our children. Children's health in the U.S. has worsened dramatically since the late 1980s, at the same time that the government started expanding the types and total number of vaccines required for school attendance. The CDC has never conducted any studies comparing the children who received the vaccine to children who never received the vaccine. The CDC also has never studied the adverse effects of combining so many vaccines and giving them to infants sometimes with four shots and one office visit. The 1986 vaccine law mandated that the Department of Health and Human Services perform safety studies every two years and render the results to Congress. However, Health and Human Services has never given Congress a safety testing record, a law in Congress required, because Health and Human Services has never performed them in 32 years. The documentary Vax only looked at the MMR vaccine causing autism, but think how many other vaccines have never been studied. The MMR causes autism, but who's to say that all the other vaccines do not cause autism as well? My favorite video I try to put up, up on my Facebook page often is the story of the three triplets who all became autistic within hours of vaccination. 
people can watch the video and see the difference in these triplets after being vaccinated. I always challenge anybody to try and debate me with this case of autism caused by vaccines. The parents, the McDowell family in Detroit, Michigan, has spoken out publicly against the horrific medical violence being committed against children every day across America through these toxic vaccines. Many states across the country are eliminating all exemptions for children to avoid vaccines. And in essence, the government is now forcing parents to poison their very own children with all these vaccines. But American parents are finally waking up to this travesty. More and more parents are coming forward with their horrifying true stories of their children being named or killed by vaccines. Del Bigtree, one of the producers of the documentary Vax, says, America is moving towards the equivalent of rape by vaccination. And, and I do not say that to be glib. When the government demands you inject yourself and your children with a product for which the consumer patient bears 100% of the risk, while there is no liability to either the manufacturer or the doctor or the nurse, random CBS techs who administer it as it generates profit, that would make Kosia blush. I think it's fair to call the assault with a chemical weapon. Mark Zuckerberg was just questioned last week in Congress about Facebook blocking vaccine awareness websites and reports on Facebook. His goal is obviously to stop the conversation, debate, and education opinion on vaccines. As social media moves towards full censorship, age of autism, and other sites by brave people like Dell Bigtree, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., and others, have become the only safe haven for American freedom. In poisoning our infants at birth, after birth, a new study has found 95% of tested baby foods contain toxic chemicals. The chemicals found in baby food, arsenic, lead, cadmium, and mercury, are neurotoxins that can permanently alter the developing brain, erode IQ, and affect behavior. All the forms of genocide mentioned above, including vaccines, are causing cancer in Americans all across the country. Today, we will also focus on the U.S. government's banning of true cancer cures in order to ramp up the profits of the surgery, radiation, and chemo profiteering cartel. A true hero in this battle is Joe Tippins, who rid himself of cancer by taking a dog medicine. And we will discuss this story at length today. Hopefully, we can get Joe to come on the show soon. I will also explain my special interest in the banning of true cancer cures in the U.S. right now. So I'll bring Trish on now to start the show. Welcome to the show, Trish. Hi, Evelyn. It's good to be back. Gosh, it's so scary what's happening with these vaccines. It's it's really it? a living nightmare um, of her, of her horrific proportions. I mean, that I that statistics you shared of the um, fifty billion they make in vaccine profits, but five hundred billion in the drugs to, to treat the chronic illnesses caused by them is just sure. um, staggering. I mean, it's, it's infuri- infuriating. It really is. And, and, it, and there have been reports out now, I, I should have went and looked for them, that, that vaccines are causing cancer as well. Right. Well, there are several different um, studies that, for example, there's one by the whistleblower from, from the National Cancer Institute, who um, special, her specialty is retroviruses, and okay. she identified a retrovirus in the polio vaccine, one that had been administered to tens of millions of people, and um, one she knew would cause cancer 
in the recipients based on, I mean, she's an expert in retroviruses, so she knew exactly what she was looking for. And then there was another study recently where they discovered, you know, one of the things that is not disclosed to patients when they get these vaccines is that they contain um, human diploid cells, which is a nice way of saying aborted fetal tissue. And these, this right. is the full DNA. So what um, this other uh, group discovered, and I'm pulling this up in, um, right now as we talk, is that they found, I'll read from the article, genetic sequencing of a common vaccine finds entire male human genome from aborted human baby a complete individual genome with abnormal modified genes, 560 genes linked to cancer. So what this is saying is that this has, the um, DNA has been deliberately modified by someone before it is then used in the vaccine. So they are intentionally altering these genomes with and making them cancer causing um, and then injecting this into our children. This was published, this story was published on October 4th. These are in the Hep A, Hep B, MMRV. Um, the Hep this B? is Hep A and Hep B, it says. The Twin Ricks is the brand. Um, Procop quad mmrv and the verivax varicella and chickenpox and this is you know um most of these we're talking about too are rashes you know the, the the you're injecting yourself and your children with these deliberately modified genes um this tissue from an aborted human baby that is not disclosed to you and and this is all supposed to prevent a rash in your child. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's not even uh, Robert F. Kennedy when he was doing that presentation in Harlem, was it two weeks ago or a week ago? And he, he was in the midst, he was naming names and recalling specifics of conversations that he had with elected officials and appointed officials and executives who know exactly what they're doing. And um, he was cut off in the middle of his conversation, of his presentation. They literally shut off the mic and told everyone they had to leave. And this is, was at a church, mind you. Um, and he was, he was uh, talking specifically about the fact that someone um, in, you know, a position of power knew that mercury, even though it had been banned from vaccines, um, was being used in the flu vaccine as an adjuvant, which is, you know, banned, period. I, you're supposed, if it's, it can be argued that it's necessary for, um, as an active ingredient in addressing the illness, but they can't do that. So it's just in there. It, mercury, you're injecting your child. And yourself. My mother has, she used to have to get the flu vaccine for work. And every right. single year, she would get sick enough to have to be hospitalized within days. 
again this wow. year. She didn't have to get it this year, but she's so indoctrinated into the fraud behind this. And I mean, you know, mind you, there was a documented 91% failure rate. And they're still, they're, that is quack science. That is not legitimate. No other thing in the world treatment that got less than 10%, you know, success could be called medicine. That's outrageous. And yet, and this, right. that was the same year that the deaths and injuries had gone up about 400% from the vaccine, not from the flu, from the vaccine. Right. Right. Well, the biggest payouts in the vaccine injury courts are from the flu vaccine, aren't they? Yes. I, now they are. That that's the fastest yeah. growing group. Um, I I think they are the highest now. Yeah. It's yeah. so and, deadly. Now, and now they're pushing them on pregnant women. You know, these, these and women um, are miscarrying. There there's documented evidence that they're they're miscarrying at much much higher rates than non vaccinated. Like Four hundred to. 400% increase in miscarriages by in, in women that get the flu vaccine while they're pregnant? Yeah. Yeah. This is what happens. They're killing them in the womb. You know, the same thing yeah. that they did when they got all these pregnant women to take these psych drugs, you know, and they're being born with birth defects and, and dying and stuff because these drugs and stuff, they talk pregnant women into taking, taking, yeah, these, drugs and taking these vaccine. Pardon? Yeah. Remember thalidomide? Oh, yeah, that was sickness? back in the early 60s, wasn't it? Yeah, but, I mean, they did it then. We They do it over and over again. We have examples where they're ki literally killing people knowingly. That's the other thing that Robert Kennedy talked about was that um, in this presentation is how they, they their calculus is whether or not they will lose more money on the lawsuits than they can make in profit. Yeah. So if they, if on balance, they can make more money knowing that they're killing people and will have to pay damages, they'll, they'll go ahead and do it. Yeah, they don't care. They don't care. I mean, all no. those lawsuits like, that were brought, brought against the drug companies for, for drugs that are killing people and everything, they just write it up to uh, cost of doing business. Yes. I think Glasgow Smith Klein, I forget what year it was, I think it paid out over four billion dollars in 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 uh in settlements, you know, for their psych drug uh that Paxil that was causing birth defects and, and causing people to commit suicide. I think it was four different things they had on Glasgow Smith Klein. The SSRI antidepressants were causing suicide, the SSRI people on SSRI antidepressants couldn't get off the drugs and they were causing birth defects. And I think one other, but all totaled was four different cases, and, and it was over $4 billion in one year. Glasgow Smith Klein had to pay, and but they And no care. one ever goes to jail. No, no, no one ever no. goes to jail. And they will never, ever stop unless that is a legitimate risk that they're taking. And they are killing people. Well, yeah, and like Robert Kennedy said, you know, he was telling lawmakers that all of these companies, you know, have paid out billions of dollars, you know, for other drugs and stuff that, that yes. were killing people and injuring people. And he said, do you think that uh, the vaccine makers are any different? <laughs> they don't care that they're doing this, but they have this immunity. And that's the killer. 
You know, mm-hmm. they have this immunity from lawsuits. So any parent that their children are, are injured or killed, they can't sue the vaccine industry. Nope. You know, there wouldn't be a vaccine injury court specifically yeah. to deal with vaccine-related deaths and injuries if they weren't going on. And, you know, again, these are deaths and permanent injuries. Another whistleblower was that he's at the CDC, the William Thompson, I believe his name is, right. submitted 30,000 pages of evidence to Congress showing that he had been forced to um, forge the results of his own work that showed this, M- I think it was an MMR vaccine, was causing MMR. autism. Right. And it stayed on the market for 10 years. And the woman who was head of the CDC at the time that forced him to um, change his research went Julie on to Gerberding, become an executive. Julie Gerberding. Her name is Julie yeah, Gerberding. She, she yeah. goes to work for one of the fucking pharmaceutical companies. No and one she went to work for Merck. Well, Merck and became a head of the vaccine department, and they're the one that makes Gardasil, and she's the one that pushed through the, the approval of Gardasil for all our kids in the U.S. when she was head of the CDC, and then she went right to work for Merck when she left None the CDC. None of these people go to jail. It, it's, no. This is criminal. What they're doing, it is just beyond twisted that these people would do this stuff. They know they're killing and injuring thousands and thousands of children. And the, and there are many of these children who are receiving that Gardasil vaccine who aren't necessarily permanently injured, but they become, they're sterilized and they don't realize yes. until later. Yes. And they're giving them to younger and younger girls. Yes. And, and these, these girls and are the going boys. into menopause, going into menopause. Yes. Getting this Gardasil vaccine. And they keep pushing this. Yeah. Now I think I've seen studies, they want to give it to the elderly too. Now, what would the purpose of that be? And I've said this before. When they came out with that Gardasil, I had never heard of a teenage girl having cervical cancer in my life. You know? Yeah. And now they they want to give it to, to the elderly for what? They want to give it to infants. And the other thing is that the data shows that despite widespread use of Gardasil for like 10 years now, cervical cancer rates are up. Right. Right. And and we have, like I said, this, you know, this study that shows um, that, you know, these, these vaccines are being deliberately engineered to cause illness, fatal illnesses. The depopulation agenda in full swing. Yeah, all across this it, country, and the pharmaceutical and, industry know, is the main is the main killer here of all of us. You know yeah. these people. I mean, you know, like uh, for instance, like it, it just came out a few months ago that uh, blood pressure medicines were causing cancer. Now I was on those blood pressure medicines; they said caused cancer, and then it was just uh, probably a month ago that it came out that that um, that uh, that stomach medicine, what the heck's the name of it, causes cancer. Um, oh, shoot. Oh. I can't think. It's Zantac. Is it Zantac? No kidding. I don't know, but I believe it. But, but it's been sold. It's to... been sold for around here for 30 years probably. So how many people have taken that drug? And the same with the blood pressure medication. You know, 
what they do with these that they do with this pharmaceutical industry they get to get everybody on drugs they they pump up they put out these um these lists of and they'll lower the blood pressure for which you have to take drugs yeah you know, yeah they'll pay these uh these professors academics at universities come up with these lists you know they did the same thing with uh cholesterol they lower they lower the levels you know to get everybody on these drugs you know and so they did that with the blood pressure drugs i was on them so how many people have been poisoned by these blood pressure drugs well also out? the cholesterol ones because um i i know so i know of three people one of whom like a perfectly healthy like 60 year old guy very active um, had slightly elevated cholesterol, and they put him on um, the popular anti-cholesterol medication now. I forget what it's called. Lipitor? But Maybe Lipitor? But Lipitor, yes. And yep. he developed yep. neuropathy in both of his legs, his full legs and his arms. And they insisted. I'm like, it's the, it's the Lipitor. I'm telling you, it's the Lipitor. And they would not listen to me. He insisted on taking it. And this was a perfectly healthy guy. Six months later, he finally can barely keep up, you know, with his daily routine anymore because the neuropathy is so bad that he finally decides to try going off of the medication. And he started to improve immediately, although it never completely went away. And then my mother was in the hospital for um, some uh, infection or something, and they discharge her and give her a prescription for Lipitor, the highest dose, right out of the gate. And, and it says right on the, the prescription things, you know, guidance that you, you never start at the highest level. You always start at the lowest. And she immediately started getting neuropathy. She started vomiting. She was being poisoned. Yep. It's yep. poison. Sure, and they're, they're all brought and by the pharmaceutical industry. When you say they, they, they gave them the highest dose and all this stuff, that's what they do. You know, and they pay these doctors to prescribe these medications. Yeah. He never know? even and, saw her. And then no. he, he's prescribed that for her. Out of, she had never been on it before. Yep, yep. Well, you know, a similar thing happened to me, um, but I didn't know it at the time. And when I was working at Dayton Daily News, I went to the doctor and they said I had high cholesterol and they put me on Lipitor and they put me on uh, blood pressure medications and stuff. And and um, this went along and I'm taking this drug. I don't think nothing about it. And all of a sudden, I started getting real bad pains and stuff in my arm, in my in my arm and my elbow and everything. And I thought yes. it was arthritis, you know. And I thought, well, you know, you're getting older. This is just arthritis, you know. And it was getting bad, like... Some the pain was so bad, I would hold my arm up in the air. You know, it hurt so bad. Well, well, I found out later what it was doing was eating away at the at your muscles in your arm. This Lipitor. Yeah. And, yeah, and no, another thing that happened to me. Another, another thing that happened to me. I was losing my voice. You know, and it was getting worse and worse. And I had this best friend that was hard of hearing at Dayton Daily News. You know, and she got new new hearing aids. You know, and so anyways. We went along, and I must have ran out of that medicine, and I and I didn't go and get any more. Okay, so I would take the bus to work in the morning, and one day I'm walking to work, and I thought, well, my arm doesn't hurt anymore. What's what's going on? Oh, and, wow. and everything, and uh, and it kept get, getting better, and it got better. 
and then it got the, um, my voice started coming back, and, and I had been so scared about my voice that I had smoked, you know, and I told one of my reporter friends up there, I'm really scared to go to the doctor because I know he's going to say I have cancer because I smoke, and I don't want to go to the doctor, you know. And then right. my voice came back, and I told my friend with um, the hearing aids that it must have been because she got her new hearing aids that I was losing my voice or talking so loud to her, you know. And then later, I got a job and uh, investigating drugs and stuff, and they, they sick me out to investigate Lipitor. This was probably in 2006 or something. And in the side effects of the studies of that Lipitor were the things about, about disabling your, um, destroying the muscles and stuff in your arms and stuff. Yep. And also, also the voice. It, it yeah. does something to you around your esophagus or something. That if I would have kept taking it, I would have lost my voice entirely. This was a yeah, real I mean, a lot of people. And if I wouldn't have investigated it, you know, I never would have learned it. But this is what was happening to me from just being on. I bet I wasn't on that drug maybe two, three months is all. And this was happening to me. Yeah. yeah. No, it's poison. I, it, it's And horrifying. I went off by and they accident. Just... Yeah. Man, I... Well, this is really scary what they are doing to us with these drugs. And yeah. like, that, like I said, I was only on that drug maybe two or three months. And that, that's what it did to me in that short of a time. That's one drug, you know, and we're looking down How here. many tens we're, of, pardon? I think there are like 40, 50,000 people die every year just from their prescription, the side effects of their prescription medications. Well, right. And then, and then um, now all of, all of our drinking water is full of, of pharmaceuticals. Yeah. You know, and so right. uh, this study that was done in 2017, it said 47 different pharmaceutical drugs were detected in water samples that feed into drinking water treatment plants, and 37 drugs were found in the water after it was treated at 25 drinking water treatment plants across the United States. So the the agents that they found were analgesics, that's, you know, aspirins and stuff, antibiotics, mm-hmm. anticoagulants, antidepressants, antihistamines, Antihypertensive drugs, hormones, femoral contraceptives and hormone therapy, muscle relaxants, lithium used to treat bipolar disorder, carbamazepine, an analgesic anticonvulsant, metroprolol, an antihypertensive, and bupropion, an antidepressant, were the most frequently detected drugs in the water samples. So I said, these, all these drugs are in these water samples, all of them. Some of these one time they did a test in Minnesota of all their streams and all their rivers and all their lakes, and they found all these drugs in there, and they found three drugs that were in every single sample. I think they were, um, it was a diabetes drug and a, a high blood pressure drug, and I forget what the other one was, but it was in every single sample. And this was probably about five years ago. So now it's, it's worse. This report that I was just reading is from uh, 2017. All these drugs are in there. Do people realize, yeah, they're in there in little amounts, but when you mix them with everything else that we're taking, everything else right. people are taking, and they build up on you, I mean, they're killing us in every yeah. way possible. This depopulation agenda is going full swing in this country. Yeah, I mean, and it sounds insane. It really, it, and it is mm. insane. These people are psychopaths. They are so bloody rich, they could never possibly spend all the what they have. And yet, right. and yet, they are still willing to inject our children with this, these 
toxins and make them sick and suffer and die so that these fucks can make yet another dollar. Well, sure. And what was it um, just lately, too? uh, What was it uh, found in uh, Johnson Johnson baby powder again, asbestos and Johnson Johnson baby powder again? You know, this never ends. What they're what they're doing to us, and Johnson and Johnson has been busted before for stuffing their baby powder. I think lost a lawsuit over, but now there's you know law firms out there advertising for more people to sign up. And but nobody goes to jail, so it's just a cost no. of doing business. It's pathetic. Our, our yeah. entire government infrastructure has been hijacked by these cartels. No kidding, man. And and so today. Let's talk. To, let's talk a little bit about this uh, the government banning true cancer cures, and it's in, in its order to ramp up the profits of surgery, radiation, chemo, profiteering cartel. There's no doubt about that, you know. And so let's. I'll, I'll tell the story about Joe Tippins. Okay. Well, I'll tell people why I'm interested in this topic. Uh, my boyfriend a month ago was diagnosed with cancer in his lungs, in his stomach, and in his liver, and they told him that. Uh, there's, well, they told they wanted him to start on the chemotherapy radiation racket immediately. They wanted to put him in the hospital right then and there. And he he said no. He wanted to do natural treatments and stuff. And so then we got the medical records, and I looked in there, and they said in the medical records, this 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 is incurable, but we want to make your life more pleasant the rest of your life. So they want to hook him up to the chemotherapy radiation racket, and that would make his life more pleasant. You know, right? So anyways, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, we decided no that we're going to go the natural uh, treatments. You know, so uh, anyhow, I went online and and and, and friends sent me um, places. You know that we had to go uh, for appointments and stuff. And the first place, the first we had to come up with seven hundred dollars for the first appointment. You know, which is nothing compared to what you know the the chemo cartel is charging and everything. But right. um. But but we I didn't have seven hundred dollars, you know, and time is eminent. So, anyways, um, I thought, well, I'll go online. There's other ways. There's other cures out there, you know, that I'll find them. And so I did. And so what I found was the story of Joe Tippins. Now he rid himself of cancer by taking this dog medicine that's got fenbenzidol in it. And um, so, anyways, what I'll tell Joe's story. I think it was in two thousand. Um, 17 in September 2017, he was diagnosed with cancer in his lung. He had a cancer the size of a fist in his right lung. And so they put him through chemotherapy and radiation treatment for three months. And um, and that was hell for him, the three months of that, you know, going through that chemo and radiation and stuff is just horrible on the whole body. And, um, well, he went so from he was, 200 pounds pardon? down to like yeah, 115 or something. Oh, yeah. Well, he was on that chemotherapy. Yeah, his weight dropped. Yeah, yeah he was 5'10", and his weight dropped from 200 and some pounds to 105 pounds in that three months. And so anyways, yeah. when they were done, they brought him in, and they said, well, they had some good news for him, that the the, the radiation and the chemotherapy or whatever had gotten rid of the, um, the tumor in his lung, but the tumor, it, it had metastasized to the rest of his body where he had um, cancer in his neck and his pancreas and his bladder and his bones and all all over his whole body. He said that it lit up like a, a Christmas tree. He said when they put 
put that up there that he had just cancer all over his whole body. So what they told him was to go home and uh, hire hospice, you know, to die, that there was no hope for him. Well, then this veterinarian called him the day after he, he went home. This veterinarian called him and told him about this fenbenzadol in this dog medicine that um, this, there was a nurse at uh, the Merck Pharmacy uh, Division, and she had been doing um, she had been doing cancer research on mice, and so she had all these mice. So she went in and planted all this cancer, in, you know, in all different places in their body in mice, and then I suppose it was you know to test different chemo drugs or whatever on these mice. Well, then they, the mice developed uh, parasites in their in. Well, she was doing this research, and so what she did is she got this dog medicine to give it to him to get rid of the parasites, and um, and it worked. You know, the the mice got rid of all their parasites, but then she went back to treat their cancer, and the cancer was all gone. <laughs> the dog medicine had had cured all the cancer and all the mice. So, anyways, then she got cancer herself, and um, she decided well she was going to try this uh try this bends it all and she did and and her cancer was gone and so anyhow um joe took this bends it all and and in the meantime uh, he was at the uh the cancer center uh the cancer center in houston with md cancer center is it i forget what it is but anyhow they wanted him to do this um try this immunotherapy drug and so he went into the he went into the um the trial but he was taking this Dendenzadol the whole time. And so anyways, um, that immunotherapy, he didn't want to tell me he was taking that Dendenzadol because he thought they'd kick him out of the trial, so he didn't tell them. And when it was done, there was like 1,100 patients in that in that immune trial, immunotherapy trial, and he was the only one that, that ended up cancer-free. Well, then he told them when the, the trial was over that he confessed to the doctor that he had done this, had been taking this Dendenzadol, and um, and what else he takes with it? He takes uh, CBD oil and vitamin E and um, uh, oh, uh, turmeric curcumin. He takes that's the three things he takes, and it rid him of his cancer. Now he has been free of cancer since um, it's now I think it's like over two and a half years now that he's been free of cancer. And so he said when he started doing this, when he started taking this, that it was only like $5 a week for this dog medicine. But now the prices have skyrocketed on this dog medicine that he was yeah, taking. It's incredible. So, I mean. Now, this, this is true. But, you know, if this, if this gets out, well, it is getting out. You know. So anyways, um, my boyfriend and I started him on that Vendenzadol. Uh, dog medicine uh, about eight days ago i guess and um i don't know we're we're hoping for good results but um when does he go back to get uh tested again or for follow-up to the doctor tomorrow but but it's not i don't think it's really for any testing but he's going to get some um he's going to get some kind of testing tomorrow Mm -hmm. but yeah that story about that scientist that merck said um Let's see. Oh, the, the scientist in question got diagnosed with fourth-stage brain cancer and was told no hope, three months to live. She decided what the heck and started taking the dog medicine, and six weeks later she was all clear. 
That's incredible. Unbelievable. It's truly incredible. You know, but people, people are, don't support cancer patients who won't enter into that chemo radiation racket. Mm-mm. You know, my boyfriend's family, you know, I've been with him for been eight years now. And uh, my boyfriend's family does not support these other kinds of natural treatments whatsoever. And they won't even sit and watch videos on it or nothing to learn about it. You know, yeah. the medical industrial complex has captured this country. You know, and 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 about and and um, what my boyfriend's mother said, she wouldn't she wouldn't uh, pay for anything that wasn't prescribed by a doctor. Hmm. It's it's incredible. I and my own. I told you my you know my mom gets sick every year from that flu vaccine, and she still thinks she should be getting it. It's she's like, oh, I guess it's a crapshoot, and I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, the same thing. Like, I, I shouldn't call her my mother-in-law, but she worked at the at the St. Vincent's Hospital, and the same thing. They would make her get a flu vaccine every year. God. And this is so ridiculous because I told you, you know, the doctors know about this. The doctors know the poison in everybody's vaccines. I told you about that doctor here in Green Bay that told me with yep. his own mouth up in the hospital that he does not vaccinate his children nor his wife don't get any vaccines. Yep. They know what they're doing. And this is two and a half years ago, but they know what they're doing. And it just kills me. I go to every store, free flu vaccines, free flu vaccines. Oh, this is insane. Yeah. And was it you that it's was telling criminal. me that they, or, or they upped the dose on the seniors' flu vaccines, saying that uh, a stronger dose would help them, something like this, oh, especially my. among the elderly? Yeah. This I think another. The um, Alzheimer's disease in this yeah. country. There's another um, elected representative, I think it was a state um, senator, I can't remember Uh from where, uh, died a few days after getting a flu flu shot, and he was otherwise perfectly healthy. Yeah. But fell ill almost immediately and um, died. Well, you know, in in them censoring everything about the truth about vaccines. Right, right. It's so scary, you know, that... um, you know, Facebook is just was in front of Congress, you know, arguing about that, asking them why they're censoring the truth about these flu vaccines. I mean, any vaccines, you know, to, yeah. to get well, the word the out same is people very hard. Pardon? Yeah, and they're all the same handful of owners for, you know, yeah. the social media platforms, the media, you know, major news networks the, you know, papers and magazines, and um, they're the ones who also are the dominant owners in the pharmaceutical industry. It's a very tiny handful of people, and they have, you know, again, we're, we're not going into this today, but the Jeffrey Epstein child sex trafficking operation was how they pulled this off. He, you know, they blackmail. If they can't bribe you, they will blackmail yeah. you or threaten you into signing up for this agenda of theirs. And, you know, a lot of them are bribed with, you know, like from the CDC, you, you do, you play along the way you're asked, and then you get a nice cushy job with one of the pharmaceutical companies after your quote-unquote public service is over. And, you know, so if that doesn't work, they'll 
they'll blackmail you or threaten you, which we've also seen, for example, the woman, the biologist who um, discovered the retrovirus in the polio vaccine. She was the only one jailed in that scenario. And they left her alone at first, but when a second scientist confirmed her findings independently, and, uh, and somewhere in Europe, I believe, she was arrested when she refused to recant her research. Sure. And, and no, year, that, that, it's only the whistleblowers. What year was that that they did that put that in that polio vaccine? When, when, when did they administer that? Back in my day, I in the 50s it, and 60s? Oh, I think it was later than that. I think it was like the 70s. Really? Um, really? Yeah. So that would explain why all these people are getting cancer now. Younger yes. people. When I said older people are still living longer, but I think that's because their younger life, they weren't bombarded with all these GMOs and pesticides and, right. and all this stuff. You know, I mean, they didn't come out until in the 90s, the GMOs and the well, pesticides but, and all this stuff. Yeah, the overall um, life expectancy in the U.S. is declining every yep. year. For the last sure. five or six years, it's declining. Yeah. We are the only Western nation with a declining life expectancy. We are we have the highest infant mortality rate in among Western nations, not by a few percentage points, but by a multiple of two to three times. That's horrendous. We have more babies, as you mentioned, die within the first 24 hours of life, not only than, you know, every one of the other countries, but all of them combined. Right. We have more right. babies die in the first 24 hours. We have the highest uh, maternal death rate. You know, I mean, it, it just goes on and on and on. There are example after example after example of how this healthcare system is an abject failure when measured for its, you know, ability to deliver to the people it's designed to serve. It's not. Well, yeah, and we all. have the highest priced healthcare in the whole world. Yes, and I mean, tens of millions of people who cannot access it on any given yeah. day, who have effectively, even though they're paying for health care, they can't use it because of the way that the thing is structured with all these, you know, um, annual minimums that they have to shell out, which are as much as five to $10,000 per covered individual each year right. on top of the 10000 or more that they're already paying in premiums. Right. I know it. It's an I know a lot of these people can't afford to go to the doctor because they can't afford yes. their their initial payout. Yes, exactly. To go it's at like all. a five thousand dollar minimum you have to pay out of pocket first before the insurance kicks in every year. Right. Right. Well, you know, on my life, most well, ninety percent of my life, I was self employed. So what I paid into Social Security and and um, for Medicare and stuff was like 13% of every dollar right. that I made, I had to pay. When somebody's working, the, the employer pays 6.5% and the employee pays 6% towards that. But self-employed, I had to pay that 13 cents out of every dollar I made when I was self-employed. Well, now when I get, when I took my Social Security and, and Medicare, 
outrageous, outrageous. They were taking they were taking one hundred and forty dollars out of my check to begin with to go towards my Medicare and and um, my Medicare payments. You know, one hundred and forty a month. Wow. Out of my, now, when I wow. signed up for this, I don't think anybody signed up for this. When I signed up for this, I thought it was you know for my old age, for my retirement fund, and to pay for my medical bills and everything in my old age. You know, in order to pay this thirteen cents out of every dollar I ever made when I'm self-employed into that. And when I get here, what I get, what a disgusting situation they you know, put us we all have, up in. Yeah, we have $800 billion to guard oil fields in Syria, though, for the billionaires who are killing us with these vaccines and medications. The same people. Yeah. yeah. This, this country uh, the, the US, is our government worst country is, on this planet. Legitimate crime Pardon? Period. Well, look Our at how many babies are aborting in this country. You know, back yeah. when I was doing research on them drugging, you know, infants and toddlers and, and on the birth effects and everything, I would keep track of these birth rates. You know, when I said back then, it was like 4.3 billion new customers, I mean, 4.3 million new customers every year born for this vaccine market. You know, but that's what they like, and that's why they kept adding vaccines and adding them, because they're making such a profit. Now it's down. Now they, they kill off an abortion, almost a million in this country every year. And about that, now, infants aside, what they're doing now, killing them up to the time of birth, and if the babies are born alive, they just leave them lay there and die. I mean, what they're doing in this country is so outrageous, and people won't rise up and stop it. And I, and I don't understand this. Why I don't either, Evelyn. I don't either. I mean, it's the Democrats that are behind this abortion push that, they won't even, they refuse to forget how many times to pass a bill where these babies that survive abortion, that you at least provide medical care to them, that you won't just leave them lay there and die. And the Democrats right. won't pass it every single time. They just, yeah. to just leave them babies lay there and die. This is so disgusting, this country we live in. Well, I mean, though, you know, if you look at the Catholic Church, that that's kind of their practice, yeah. too. They, you know, they could not care any less for children and infants, and that's the kind of thing the Catholic Church would do, for, you know, has done for hundreds of years. <laughs> so, um, yeah. you know, I mean, it, it's not just a liberal kind of thing. I, I totally hear what you're saying. It's on their agenda. It's like a political it's an item on their political agenda, but, you know, it really does come from both directions. It's just obscured in different ways. You know, I mean, the Republicans are, want more war. They, they're happy to bomb living babies, ones who survive birth. They'll, they'll go all the way across the globe to bomb them with white phosphorus or, you know, some horrific well, so will the Democrats, weapon. So will the Democrats look at Hillary yeah, did yeah, in yeah, Libya? Yeah. Yeah, uh, no, it's very. All, it's all of them for the war profiteering. Yeah. It's yeah. all of them. That uh, yeah. this. Look at the Biden. Oh, this, Joe oh, Biden. Yes. I mean. Oh my God. Uh, and Nancy Nancy Pelosi's son and yeah. and uh, Carrie's uh, stepson all over there making yeah. money when they overthrow these countries without and tax dollars people. and murder all these people and then they go yeah. to steal their resources. They do this right under our noses now. They used to they used to hide it from us back in the seventies and eighties when they're doing it down in South America. But now in, in the last say since two thousand eleven, they're doing this shit right in front of us now. They don't even care that we know it. They don't care that we're screaming for them to stop it. Yeah, 
they just keep going. Yep. It's It's horrifying. And all of our congressmen are invested in these weapons company, making these illegal weapons, invested in trafficking these illegal weapons. And that's why they got to keep these wars going one right after the other. Well, it's the same with the pharmaceutical um, industry. I mean, they contribute big dollars to campaigns of these guys, and they will not go against them. No, no. And another big issue with me right now, and I'm sure with you too, is this transgender nonsense that they keep rolling out, you know, turning all of our children into sexual misfits for life. Yeah. You know, and this is another thing they censor on Facebook and everything. They won't, you know, they won't, they'll kick me off for posting something like that. If I say that they're turning our children into sexual misfits for life, they'll kick me off for 30 days if I say something like that. But what else can you say? And here again, well, you know, they're giving these hormone-blocking drugs to these kids and everything, and they're causing serious harm to these kids. And it's the same thing. These kids, this is part of the depopulation agenda, the same thing with the vaccines, causing everybody to have autism. These kids are not going to reproduce. And it, they're saying now that soon it's going to be one out of every two children will have autism. These children will not reproduce. So look at what their agenda is with the depopulation agenda that they got moving yeah. here. And it's the same with these transgender kids. They're not going to reproduce. Right, there's a, there's, I think of one of the, um, I forget which company it is, a clothing company, I believe, apparel, um, just launched this new ad campaign with men who are wearing makeup and are feminized. And it's just like the new male. It's just like, whose idea uh, is this? That's not, you know... Uh, who who's the one that decided this? It's, it's bizarre. And then there's this case of that six, seven-year-old boy whose mother is keeps in telling him that he's a girl. It's just like he's right. six years old. You're sexualizing a child. Right, right. Well, we've talked about this before, you know, and they're putting all this sex education in schools and stuff. They're teaching little kindergartners and grade schoolers, stuff that I never even heard about until I was an adult. Yeah, Teaching no, them how to have so anal so sex crazy. and how to masturbate with sex toys. And this is, it's unbelievable to me. Some days I think that I'm in a nightmare, that this has to be a nightmare, this can't be happening. But I think as we talk about this, I think this is more to do as part of the depopulation agenda. Oh, yes, they turn, no question. I think so. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. And, there is absolutely no doubt the more, well, they, you know, and by feminizing men, not only are they less likely to reproduce, but they are less likely to be um, protective, aggressive, or, and you know, d- defend themselves as, well, yeah, you know, a you male would actually the, do. These women athletes, these men athletes, these transgender men are winning all these awards yes. over it's women. Outrageous. It is outrageous. Yes. Yes, girls don't have any sports anymore. Yeah, I mean... They can compete. Because like I told you many times, I was a huge tomboy in my youth. But that was because in the little town I grew up in, there were no sports for boys. You know? So I played football with the boys. I wrestled with the boys. I I was in the uh, rifle club with the boys. I was in the ski jumping club with the boys. And back then, everybody would say, oh, she's transgender, you know? And I said, I never, ever once. I want to be a boy. I was only competing because there was nothing else to compete with. There was no girls' teams of any kind, you know. 
So now we're up to this day. I'm 69 now. This is back in the 50s and early 60s. And now they're, they're turning it so the girls don't have any sports to compete in. That They're letting the boys say that they're girls now and, and win over the, the girls. This is not fair. Well, it's also, I mean, to, tr- to magnify, you know, this tiny sliver of the population you're talking about is gobbling up 80% of people's attention. And, I mean, it's, it's outrageous. You'd think that, um, you know, it was a problem for, you know, most Americans, this whole issue of transgenderism. And it's just, you know, instead of focusing our attention on the fact that, you know, the number of American of, of people killed in the U.S. by ISIS over a five-year period was zero when at, during that same period, 5,000 were killed by police here in the U.S. Yeah. Yet we're not, you know, all we talk about is ISIS when our police are clearly a much greater danger to the average American than ISIS. Oh, right, right. I wouldn't call the police for anything nowadays. No way. No way. Never call the police. And Israel is getting ready to deploy this new software here in the U.S. It's supposed to be a more integrated, you know, kind of emergency response system. They'll download everything from your phone when you call, even deleted messages. Once they have that software on your phone, they'll capture everything that's ever been done on your phone. And so how how is it that they're allowed to download that in the United States then? Because the U.S. is giving them permission to install it here. They blackmailed and bribed our government officials. Our elections will be decided. Our 2020 presidential election will be decided in Tel Aviv. Really? Yes. (laughs) Microsoft is moving its operations there, and it is Microsoft tabulators that are going to be used to count the votes in a foreign country by a private company that clearly has, um, you know, an agenda of its own. Well, how did this ever come about? Who passed this law? Let that happen. You know, again, it's this Department of Homeland Security thing, you know, make our, it's this legislation, these executive orders that keep getting signed, um, you know, by Donald Trump, like, giving all of this power. He turned over the elections to the Department of Homeland Security, um, you know, to make them more secure, supposedly. Oh, really? As they get shipped off to Tel Aviv. Wow. I don't think until we get back to just counting paper votes, I don't think any election in this country will ever be real. No. We need to get rid of the whole federal system. It's a fraud. There is that the representative government is a fraud. We've got nothing yeah. like that. These people, you know, who among us would pass the laws that are being put in place right now? Who among us would choose to spend eight hundred billion dollars on bombing and starving babies? None of us. Yeah. Yeah. But that's yeah, we have no control over our government. We pass None. legislation. 
forcing our children to get these poisons injected into them. None of us. Yeah, yeah. And the people pushing this, like Bill Gates' doctor said that uh, when his children were little, that Bill Gates' kids didn't get vaccines. You know, they're forcing it on everybody else, but they or their own kids they don't because they know what they're doing. Yep. And, you know, now they're going after all the doctors, any doctors that write exemptions for uh, vaccines. And, I mean, these are doctors, too, that they're real exemptions. Some of these kids have been injured by vaccines and everything, and they shouldn't be getting right. them. And some, I think it's California now has done this, that uh, they're not letting, they're not letting everyday doctors decide this. They're making them go to some government doctor to decide if the child can have vaccines or not. But how did it get to this where the government has taken control of our children? Yeah. I and mean, that is our basic yeah. right to raise our children and decide what goes into our children as we're raising them. That is, I would think in this country that that should be the most basic right to control over our own children and the government should not be controlling them. Well, Child Protective Services was designed specifically to undermine that, and that was Bill Clinton. And we know from Nancy Schaefer and numerous other whistleblowers that Child Protective Services is nothing but a child trafficking operation. Um, that you know, and and they seize these children with no basis whatsoever. There was a woman. Um, I'm looking for it on my thing here that. She's pulling together the first ever control study um, it's, it's to, it's to have for the first time a, a vaccinated versus non-vaccinated populations compared to each other. It's never been done. That'll be great. That'll be great. Well, our time's up, Trish. Thanks so All right, much Evelyn. for coming on again. Thank you. So, yep. so people, we'll see you next week. Have a good week. Bye. Bloody and bruised I feel so helpless and confused Cause I hear screaming on the left Yelling on the right I'm sitting in the middle trying to live my life